Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. Dr. Raymond, thank you so much for being with us. Good afternoon, John. Glad to be here. Uh, strep throat hitting hard. I just read an account here in Wisconsin. Two-part question. How contagious is it, and what do we need to know about how to take care of ourselves? Yeah, thank you. We are having a surge of strep throat in Wisconsin, and we actually were warned by the CDC back in January that this might be happening, so it's part of a national trend. It's caused by a bacteria, not a virus, uh, called Group A strep or strep pyogenes, and it is quite contagious, especially in the 5 to 15-year-old age group. Um, And this is recommended that if your child has a sore throat, typically associated with fever, fatigue, swollen and tender lymph nodes, especially around the neck, difficulty swallowing, that you do go and get a test for strep throat. Um, the, The tests are reasonably sensitive. You can get a result in 15 minutes. And the reason why this is important is if you get treated with antibiotics, it can reduce the transmissibility of the strep throat. So you'll be protecting the people around you, and it may make your child feel better more quickly. So it's really important that if your child looks like they may have strep throat, that they be seen by a healthcare provider and maybe get antibiotics. Dr. Raymond, because it is so contagious, is there something you can do to prevent getting it? Is it the age-old wash your hands frequently? Wash your hands frequently. You know, kids don't always do that, and they get in each other's faces. Um, So if somebody is symptomatic, if they have a sore throat, they probably shouldn't go to school. Um, And if you're around somebody that may have strep throat, you probably want to maintain your distance. Those are really the simple things you can do. And then obviously just take care of your general overall health so that you're better able to fight off an infection. Dr. John Raymond of Medical College of Wisconsin is with us on WTMJ. Saturday is daylight saving time. We lose an hour of sleep as we move the clocks forward. Why are some people more impacted than others? And are there tips to help ease the hour change for people who have a difficult time? Yeah, so I'm sure we're all familiar with the the phrase fall back, spring forward. Um, And so we're going to be setting our clocks ahead by an hour. So many of us are going to lose an hour of sleep. And that um, may give us some benefits in terms of more sunlight in the evening and uh, more time to go out and do things. But it does come with a cost. It will reset our circadian rhythm. So people may be tired for a week or so after we have the time change. And for people that have jobs that require that they have alertness, there's a risk uh, in the short term for heavy equipment operators, pilots, people that drive buses and trucks, even all of us in our morning commute the first few days just need to be extra careful that we don't get into an accident. And interestingly enough, there is an association when we start daylight savings time, there's an increased incidence of heart attacks. And that may be because of the inflammation that is caused by resetting your circadian clock or losing a little bit of sleep. So even though it's great that we're going to have more time, more sunshine in the evening, we we do need to be careful those first few days after resetting the clock. Do you have any tips for maybe helping your circadian rhythm adjust? Is it one of those things that we should go so far as to try to go to bed a half hour earlier the night before or anything like that or hydrate? Sandy, those are both Good ideas. Uh, Maintain your overall health, maybe in anticipation of losing that hour of sleep. 
try to go to bed just a little bit earlier on Saturday night and uh, maybe do, you know, do the same thing to try to reset your clock the next couple of days. I don't get this, Dr. Raymond. It's an hour. I mean, I go to bed an hour different on any given week on a random Wednesday or a Friday or a Sunday. Well, you are definitely a super person, but not everybody can do that. (laughs) You're a smart man. What a nice thing to say. (laughs) And Dr. Raymond, you know I love to wish you the happy national days and national months, so I now get to wish you a happy National Nutrition Month. Well, thank you. And it is National Nutrition Month. And, you know, we've talked about the importance of diet before, and so this might be an opportunity, especially with more sunshine and hopefully not very much snow for us to celebrate by trying to improve the overall quality of our life and our health by eating better. And some simple things that people suggest would be trying to increase your consumption of vegetables and fruits, um, maybe reduce the heavily processed foods that we all get used to eating, prepare and consume uh, meals together as a family, um, take some breaks, uh, maybe take a walk, um, and stay physically active. And uh, there, there is a recommendation that we might substitute some vegetable proteins like peas and legumes instead of a serving of, or two of meat every week. So this is a good, good opportunity for us to think about our overall health and the importance of diet. And Dr. Raymond, you have some good news for the week? Yeah, I think um, this good news is Wisconsin has a $7.1 billion state budget surplus. And this is this is a good situation for us to be in. I recognize there's legitimate debate over what, how, and whether we should invest this surplus. But isn't it a great situation for us to be in, especially after the period of economic challenge that we've gone through the last few years? It is a good situation, Dr. Raymond. And the governor, it sounds like the legislature are both willing to spend some of that money on increased mental health services in our state, which would be a step in the right direction. It is, and we talked about last week, this this is the year of mental health in Wisconsin. Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. We're always a little smarter when you've been with us, Dr. Raymond. Thank you so much for always making time for us. Thank you, John and Sandy.